Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. And today is part two of our series of newcomers to the park cities. And today we're talking about what every dad needs to know to live in the park cities. Because you know what? You can't think that you're going to get away without doing any kind of volunteer (laughs) work or anything else and let all the ladies do it. Well, that's absolutely true. And today we're going to start with dedicating this episode to an amazing father that we just lost on February 11th, Chris Merzen. He was a really amazing man. He was a wonderful father, a wonderful husband, and just a big servant. He loved serving this community, and it meant a lot to him to live here. And he was always had a smile on his face and just ready to help any way he could. And his relation to Coffee Park? Yes, Coffee Park. He developed that, I think, back in 2008. And uh, he has a, has a son that is in a wheelchair. And so he is very devoted and a big advocate to uh, special needs and handicapped people. Mm-hmm. And so he totally reworked that park and made it accessible for, for handicapped. Well, and that was our favorite park growing up, like growing up for Charles because, uh, because they also call it like a, a park that... Um, helps kids with learning differences. And yes. it's true. It really does. So for Charles, it was really like, it was his favorite place. And I always appreciated the way they laid it out. You know, I can see why it was. It was so a great yes, place. cheers to him. Yes. And he was actually citizen of the year in 2008 for that very reason for, for redoing the park. Mm-hmm. But it was something that the whole community could enjoy. And he was just, he was a huge asset to this community and is definitely going to be missed. Mm-hmm. And there's actually a GoFund that they have set, a GoFundMe that they have set up. And I'm going to include that link in our post. But like Nellie said, getting back to the volunteering and and what we were saying about Chris being a huge volunteer is no one gets off easy in this neighborhood. The moms don't do all the the work like in so many cities, but the dads have to contribute quite a bit here. They do. And I have to say, um, just to compare and contrast to L.A. and New York and, you know, places I've lived, uh, I always appreciated that there was such a good group of men doing good together and hanging out together that I think is very healthy for any family, any couple, any family. You know what I mean? Because women in general always have girl groups and they, they hang out together. And men, it's not as easy for them. So these kind of groups draw them together and Ab- children draw them together. Absolutely. I think any time that you have that group mentality and you're all coming together for the common good and you have the same goal in mind, that that's such a great opportunity to socialize and get to know other people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think about one of my favorite times was you pee up all night. <laughs> that was so fun. So that what what Nellie's talking about is the big annual fundraiser at UP Elementary. And when we first got to UP, they did the spring market. And they eventually decided to switch gears and try something new. And a lot of us was, were devastated because we love the spring market. I love the spring market. <laughs> but I have to tell you, up all night, that was like the best thing. We should have done that years ago. It was just a great opportunity that the dads got to take yes. the kids on a camp out, literally on the school grounds. It's basically like a frat party on the school <laughs> campus with tents, liquor, and children running around. Uh-oh. She, she, didn't, she didn't mean liquor, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of noise for I sure. I meant coffee. Because I remember Sean's first year, the wind was slamming against the tent, and they didn't get any sleep because it was so loud. And then also, everyone driving by saw all the tents just spread out all over the campus, and people were honking and yelling just to harass them. So no one got any sleep. No, no, nobody sleeps. Nobody <laughs> sleeps at that. But I do think it's a big bonding experience. And I know for us, having moved here 
slightly before that, it was a great opportunity for my husband, Chris, to meet all kinds of dads. Oh, yeah. Because, because they're, they're like in the trenches together. <laughs> the trenches of UP. I know. Well, I mean, anytime men have to pitch a tent, that's like a bonding experience for sure. Because then they had to outdo each other. Like, look at my tent. I got this two bedroom, which is what Sean did, of course. <laughs> a two bedroom tent? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was really snazzy. And then he like put a light in it, and then he had furniture and a blow-up mattress. So he had And quite- then somebody came in and said, and I have tequila, and Sean lost. <laughs> That's, no, I'll tell you who won was the dad that brought a giant big screen TV because he didn't want to miss the game. You know? <laughs> Here we are trying to bond with our kids and have family time, but we got to watch the game, guys. <laughs> so that's the guy that won the award. Okay. <laughs> the unspoken <laughs> award. It's just, you know what it is? It's pumpkin day. You know, reboot. That's what it is. <laughs> but for dads. But exactly. Spe- but speaking of dads and volunteering, let's bring in Ryan Scripps, the former president of the Middle School Dads Club. Thank you for joining us, Ryan. Hey, yeah. Thanks for having me. And a dad about town. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So we're just telling them all about what a newcomer needs to know about being a dad in the Park Cities. And we always talk about how um, it's good to start when they're in elementary school with the YMCA. And doing the Adventure Guys is what it's called now. Back in my day, it was called Indian Princesses, which is no longer PC. Nope. Nope. <laughs> yeah, so the, the programs like that are going to be great, especially if you're, it, it, you're, if you're moving in with young kids, then there's a billion opportunities, um, including things like the Y Guides programs. Um, and even just the Y Sports, you know, we, we met a lot of people through that, um, through the, uh, you know, our kids played – soccer and baseball and all that stuff. It was really fun, too. I mean, my daughter was the one that was in the backfield of the soccer, you know, playing soccer while the action was on the other end of the field. She and her friend Mia were just chasing butterflies around. Oh, yeah. That so, was my uh, son, my but that's how we were introduced <laughs> to the UP neighborhood as well. So that was so programs like that are great um, because you meet all the other parents that are really doing the same things that you're doing at that, at that age. Um, but even when they get older, uh, the 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 schools are really one of the better opportunities I feel like to uh, to get involved and in, in one thing that really sets the Park City's community apart is just the all the parents and all the parental involvement at the schools mm-hmm. at at all levels um, certainly at the elementary school level so if you're coming in with elementary school kids there's a, there's just so many ways to interact with other people if that's sort of your goal mm-hmm. to is to uh, start making new connections new friends. And then networking. Well, and honestly, I know, because I have a 16-year-old, as does Martha, um, you learn that those friends you meet initially mm-hmm. that you're talking about and those those events, those those groups, you keep forever. I mean, they're, they're and your kids keep them forever, which is great. It's like I feel like my kid, ha- I only have one child, but he, I feel like he has good, close family friends that he met through soccer, or through UP, from the beginning that he still has today. Well, yeah. that yeah, that is so true. I want to tell the story of when we were trying to get my daughter into adventure. Okay, I'm going to call it Indian Princesses. Okay, I'm sorry. just go ahead. I'm sorry to anyone that offends. That's what it was called in my day. Anyways, <laughs> so I was very active in the preschool association, but when it became time for us to get into a group for uh, Indian Princesses, we could, we could not find a group. Everyone had already fi- found uh, their little groups, and they were not receptive to new people coming in. So Sean decided to form his own group. Mm-hmm. And that group of guys, those dads and those kids, to this day are his friends. Just mm-hmm. like what you're saying is mm-hmm. you form those bonds early on. And they did all the camp outs. They used to have so much fun going camping and taking the girls fishing and all that kind of stuff. 
good memories. Yeah, yeah, that's that is great. No, it's it's one thing that's really interesting about those groups is that it is supposed to be dads and sons or dads and daughters, mm-hmm. but it's the moms that really end up organizing organizing that. At least that's how it worked in my family too. Um, was it was my uh, my wife Nancy was the one that uh, did uh, just said said hey by the way here's five other guys you're doing this with yeah <laughs> yeah um, here's your assignment these yeah. are your new accomplish friends. it or you're not coming home yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well then going back to sports what you were saying again um, so when we got involved in sports and flag football in kindergarten we uh, had the pleasure of getting on the only NFL team in kindergarten <laughs> back in the day and my son didn't know a darn thing about football and I just thought it's kindergarten it's time they're going to be learning the fundamentals no. These kids knew how to run all the plays. So my <laughs> my words of advice, guys, is as soon as your kids can walk, start teaching them the plays. Yeah. Right, Ryan? No, and I get it because, you know, during COVID, <laughs> there was no, my son's a runner. There was no cross country and track, but you know what there was in Texas? Football. football. We, don't can- we don't cancel football. We take football, football very serious. And if you're moving from out of state, you have to embrace the football. That's just the way it is. If right? you're an observer, whatever you are, just like you can, you can do it without doing it. You have to just be a part of it. Exactly. Right? Pep rallies, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. If you're, if you're new this year, then uh, unfortunately you didn't quite get to experience what what uh you know friday night lights is is actually like full on legit and the activity buzzing around highlander stadium on a friday night in the fall mm-hmm. is i mean it's just amazing i mean there's just it's almost like a parade is going on yeah. there's so many people just walking around and you know we don't even we live i don't know, maybe not quite a mile away but mm-hmm. we wouldn't even bother trying to drive a car any closer yeah, just, i mean <laughs> we're just going to end up parking another mile on the other side yeah. of the, that's of the so stadium. true and do you watch that movie friday night lights it'll be a good guide to what it really is like and do you bring like little flasks with you? <laughs> do they serve liquor? Or is it like the NCAA? They don't that's serve. That's more of like a, yeah. That's that's maybe a more pre- of going to an SMU game. Okay. I don't know. High school yeah. level that that might still be frowned it upon. It is frowned upon. So what? that's the second time you brought that up, Nelly. Bad now, Nelly. Now there certainly are. I mean, but walking around the neighborhood, you certainly will find lots of parties going on in the front yards. Yes, within, true. You know, Three, you know, half a block of the stadium. Tailgating in the front yard. Well, we yeah. do live in a neighborhood where there's like our house was just, you know, decimated by this freeze. And like, I'm telling you, people just find a way to party. And I was thinking, how can I have my Chinese New Year party this year? How can I just make it sort of like, I don't know, outside tables? Like, everybody knows how to adapt, right? You're like, I just want people over. (laughs) Well, speaking of fun stuff, Ryan, let's talk about where dads hang out. What do they do for fun? I know that we actually had Ryan on for Father's Day, and we had a really great conversation Mm -hmm. about this. But tell us what dads do for fun. Um, Well, you know, the in terms of, like, social activities, um, a lot of the stuff that I got involved in, in terms of like large group activities, is done through the Dads Club. As you mentioned in the in when you're introducing me, I was the president of the Dads Club at the middle school for uh, last year, up until last year. And um, you know, we do you know kind of whatever we call them, social events. I think is the term that we use, but I think we all know what we're talking about. Yes, um, <laughs> social. Yeah, and, uh, and and we also had lots of other fun activities. It, um, it all the elementaries have their different um, uh, kind of events that they do through their dad's clubs mm-hmm. at uh, Bradfield. We did a poker tournament every year. That was really, really fun. We did a, and in the spring we did a, a cornhole tournament, which was also a lot of fun. So it's, you know, you get out and you're competing and, you know, you're also drinking some beverages and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and having a good time. There's also a golf tournament that's put on by the dad's club every year. And that's also really fun. And that's also good natured competition, but people do take it pretty seriously. <laughs> and, yes. uh, and this is a community also that has some stuff 
stellar golfers yes. in it, and I a mean, lot of competition. Yeah, so the the competition <laughs> is actually really uh, it's it's really it's it's really intense at the at the higher levels. Well, there. and honestly, also guys who are listening out there and are new to the neighborhood. Doesn't that sound like, sound like fun? Like, there's so many activities to sort of draw you into the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So many manly things. What mm-hmm. about hunting? Yeah. <laughs> so that's another thing. Um, you know, the it, at all the schools, I, every school now, um, high school down to the elementaries, all does a dad's club day in the cafeteria, which is also a fun time. If you know, it's it's not always easy. I mean, you're going to have to commit. You know, you're, you're there for about two hours, which means it's kind of a two and a half hour something lunch. So mm-hmm. I know that's not easy for a lot of for a lot of people to do. But if you can, you're going to spend a couple hours with other guys that are trying to be involved in the school, and you end up meeting a lot of people. We've I've met a couple of uh, friends just by doing just by doing that. There's a lot of just showing up. Um, to uh, to a lot of this, I think at the elementary schools, I think now every elementary dad's club is also um, asking for, to coordinates the morning carpool volunteers. Mm-hmm. So that's another good way to go spend. You know, I mean, that's probably like a fifteen, maybe twenty minute commitment yeah. on your way to work. So yes. it's it's you know very doable, and you're going to meet a handful of other of other uh, dads out there doing the same thing. So mm-hmm. th- just those those casual interactions can often turn into, hey, let's go grab coffee, or hey, maybe we can go get lunch and talk about, you know, such and such. Um, those kinds of things happen, or it's, you know, can turn into happy hour, who knows? You never yeah. know. You can sometimes get more lively. Um, so anyway, it's a great way to network and kind of reach out. And uh, um, I think one of the things you'll also find in this community is that people really, especially there's there's going to be the people, like I'm one of them, that... I more or less grew up here, and mm-hmm. I love when new people come in and want to explore, and uh, and you're going to find a lot of that. Most people are going to really want to help newcomers come in and feel comfortable mm-hmm. because most people are they 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 like the neighborhood and they and they they feel I guess a sense of pride about about living here and uh, and about and, being good parents. It kind of is that mm-hmm. it's that kind of neighborhood. You yeah, see and, that everywhere, and it's going to it's really supportive too. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to find that everyone is is kind of mutually all trying to do what we can as a community and as parents individually to raise good families and and you know raise our kids. To be successful. Well, I think when you participate, people people include you. They embrace you mm-hmm. right, in this neighborhood. They really do. It's just, like oh, just if you reach out, people accept you. Yeah. You know? Okay, so Ryan, what are some of the things you would encourage dads not to do when they move to the neighborhood? <laughs> yeah, so that's funny. Um because uh, as I was thinking about it, I was I was remembering going to some of the uh, our kids were Bradfield, so we went to the Bradfield auction parties. Which, unfortunately, again, if you're new this year, then you, you didn't get to experience that. Um, but these are really really fun events, um, and uh, um, so there's a live auction every year, and it's always funny to see the how how bid up some of these things can go is uh, cuz the beverages are flowing yeah people get a little lubricated and uh, <laughs> um, and i do remember one year when i saw a friend of mine his wife kept gesturing to him during one of the <laughs> during one of the items that was up for bid and he said okay so he just kept bidding was up was she telling him to shut up and he just kept bidding up <laughs> i can't remember what the final story ended up being but the but the bottom line is i think he spent something like $12,000 on a playhouse <laughs> that he didn't even have room for in his backyard. Um, yeah, but... Uh, Don't do that. Yeah. Okay, well, I have one to add to that. Don't piss off your wife to the point that she throws you out of the house because, true story, 
we are walking down our block, and our neighbor is literally lounging in his front yard. And we are like, dude, what's going on? Are you okay? He's like, she threw me out of the house. <laughs> he literally had slept in his yard. That's hilarious. Um, needless to say, they got divorced shortly thereafter. But, you know, it was kind of embarrassing for the for him. But and that's such a sitcom so. story. It's like, she threw me out of the house. It was, he was I'm just, trying to sleep. He was so matter-of-fact about it. <laughs> it was really funny. So, yeah, there's that. Okay, so what else not to do? What else not to do? Not show up your shifts late for volunteering when when there's traffic Uh, in front of the school. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, don't, yeah, don't be the, don't be the, the guy that, uh, that pulls just up front and center to the carpool line, decides to park there, get out, walk your kids into the school. Um, yeah. And, uh, um, unfortunately that guy does exist out there. Yeah, There's there's a lot of those guys. Oh my God. They pull into like the principal's spot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm parking. I'm taking my (laughs) kids. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, it's funny. People do notice. So, uh, yeah, don't Mm -hmm. be, I guess there's that guy. It's just like the larger part of life. Just don't be that guy. Exactly. (laughs) And you're going to end up on Park City's chat. Um, yeah. I personally don't oh, yeah. want my husband on Park City's Chatter, but Ryan is actually pretty funny on there, so he's a, he's a good contributor. But that that uh, Facebook page for our neighborhood is a great source of information and entertainment and a place that people vent for people just like that that cut yeah. in the park mm-hmm. and the carpool line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's probably no like middle ground when it comes to being uh, tagged on Park City's no, chatter. God. It's, uh, it's you either, either good. yeah, you either did something pretty <laughs> good or uh, yeah, either you're, a hero yeah. or you're pa- you're part of yeah, cancel. you're going to be <laughs> culture drawing your blinds and not leaving your house exactly. for a week or so. Yeah, I have asked my husband not to comment. He's welcome to read, but do not comment on there. <laughs> Get him a launcher in the front yard. Oh my God. <laughs> she kicked me out. Oh my God. So you got to admit, sometimes mom needs a break, and Saturdays were made for moms to have a break. And a lot of dads take their kids to do some pretty fun things. Ryan, tell us some ideas that you have. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess it's just kind of like most places, but the um, you know taking them to the park, Lakeside Park is always a lot of fun. If you if you fish, or even if you don't, um, there's always fishing in Lakeside Park, or really anywhere on Turtle Creek, Caruth Park also. Um, and um, you know, there's so many fun kind of you know local restaurants where you're going to also run into other families or dads taking their kids out. You know, it comes to mind. Uh, Chips, New York Sub, Bandidos, um, Bandidos, Mustang um, Donuts. Mustang Donuts yes, is a great a morning nice. morning in your spot. PJs, seeing your um, friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, Drip Coffee. You're going to run into. That's a good Saturday morning spot as well. Um, I have been of a personal affiliation with Texadelphia, another fun spot. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh! Did he just plug his restaurant? <laughs> we have to make a disclaimer. <laughs> What's Texadelphia? I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great place. It's delicious. Yeah, look look us up. Yeah, so some other fun activities. Um, if you, you know, lots of good biking trails, like casual biking trails. So, uh, Katie trail is really fun. Um, even if you're just going up and down the, for, a, you know, a mile or two in either direction. Um, and then of course you can always make it a destination to Katie trail ice mm-hmm. out, which is Stop another lunch. Yeah. Like a total scene and, uh, lots of fun dogs, um, beer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Outdoors, especially. I mean, we're coming up on the summer, on the spring mm-hmm. months. Well, I think it is spring. What is it? 78 degrees today? today is. Not, not starting Sunday, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, White Rock Lake is also, you know, great, great trails, great parks all around the lake. Um, always plenty of people out there on a, on a nice Saturday or Sunday afternoon and really easy to get to. I mean, all this stuff is close by. Katy Trail, you can 
depending on where you are in the park cities, you can very likely just ride your bike to the trail mm-hmm. and then get on and and uh, kind of have a lot of fun. And you know, that's always good. People watching and just kind of seeing seeing what's out there. So you're talking a lot about stuff to do as a family, but don't you sometimes, like Martha and I do, need a break from the family? <laughs> and when you do, what do you do? Yeah, that tends to uh, devolve pretty rapidly into um, going to somewhere like uh, Inwood Tavern or, or Javier's. Uh, um, oh, Javier's is another. Thank you is for that, reminding me. Yeah, yeah that's actually a <laughs> go-to of mine. And I, I was uh, that was escaping me. Javier's is a great great spot for uh, indulging in uh, in some fine food and other uh, and. Uh, other uh, delights. Yeah. So, uh, like, sir, no, it's funny because as a woman, I go into the cigar bar, but you kind of feel a little bit, you feel like you're in a men's club. You really do feel like, oh, yeah. I'm in the men's club. I'm just an appendage, you know? Yeah. So, or the entertainer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, gosh, that reminds me. I, need, I might need to go hit, hit Javier's. I need to call up some you of my buddies. You go to Javier's and like, right this way, your dressing room's over there. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, no, uh, I'm here with my husband. <laughs> what about banditas? Here's what I think is funny. You walk into banditas and there's always a line of dads that are usually by themselves and they usually end up bonding but if Nellie and I went in there by ourselves and we plumped up to the bar it would be the talk of the town it would we'd end up on Park City Chatter again <laughs> like oh my god did you see that poor woman by herself drinking but it's totally fine if a man does it so do you That's do that? That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, I have been known to uh, to go hit banditos or half shells sometimes oh. on a Friday afternoon um, and uh, uh yeah, and I'll just go in there and, and have a beer and some by oysters yourself, and half right? shells. Oh. Yeah, but I'll usually end up talking to whoever else is sitting See? by themselves. No, but I, I'm totally sorry. Normal. I'm so sorry. I'm going to be shamed on Park City's chatter, but I've done that. Uh-oh. Like it's a Friday. It's the end of the week, and I'm like, oh my god, I have one hour by myself. I'm going to get a taco and a glass of wine at Banditos uh-huh. and sit at the bar and look at my email and then start the weekend. Like I so not to be don't fair. Shame I'm, me. I have I, uh, <laughs> I have noticed that occasionally there's a uh, um, the, there's a the women in there doing. Doing that, just catching up on their laptop yes. or whatever. I'm sure they're doing email or whatever, but also, you know, you got to get that 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 early margarita in. And well, I did run into a dad once doing that, and I was like, I think he's looking at me like, I, I'm sorry, but like as an actor, hey, I was like, I love going out by myself. Like I would love, I love nothing more than having dinner by myself. <laughs> Other people are like, I would never do that. Yeah. So I love doing it, and I and I kind of saw him looking at me like. What's she doing? She's See? a woman, right? She's at the bar by herself having a taco and a glass of wine. <laughs> okay, so one of my favorite places to go, not by myself, but with a group of girls, ends up being Bistro 31. What about the men? Do they hang out there? Um, you know, I think that if you were to show up to Bistro 31 or Honor Bar by yourself, that yeah. might that might get some attention. Um, I think it a, does get attention, single, and that might single, be why people do it. A single man, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, if you're if you're married with a with a family, that might not be the attention you want to draw to yourself. Oh no, no, no. it's kind of like the casserole ladies. Like when when the wife passes away, like when you have an old elderly father, like I did, they call them the casserole ladies. They're always no. like, "Can I come make you dinner? <laughs> Could I drop something off?" It's the same thing. You go to Bistro 31, I'm sure, like, 10, 40-year-olds attack you and are like, hey, handsome. <laughs> yeah. Now, to be fair, we, my wife and I, when we are out on date night or often with yes. another couple, Monkey Bar, Bistro, yes. uh, Honor Bar, those are a good either uh, – sometimes that's the launching pad for the evening or sometimes it's yes. the, uh, the the landing in, the strip at the yes. end. Yeah. 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 So for those of you that may not have visited Bistro 31, what he's trying to say is it is kind of a well-known place for the singles, um, a little bit of all ages. Every time I go there, there's um, an interesting crowd, but it is a lot of fun, too. Well, the Lombardis are good friends of ours, and their their child goes to school with our son. And, like, uh, 
they do a great job of like they've got Penny Pomodoro, which is sort of like, you know, uh, brunch on Sunday mornings with $1 mimosas. And then they've got Bistro 31 that's a high end, more singly. But my husband and I go there all the time, too. They have great sushi. They have great drinks, and it's kind of a scene in a fun way, you know? I don't know that he'd love it if I was hanging out there by myself all the time, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, so Ryan, we're talking about all our stuff and what we do on our own and then as families, but what about date night? What do you do on a date night? Uh, I turn to my wife and say, what are we doing for date night? <laughs> Good choice, right? And she says, we're going to Sorry. dinner with 10 other couples. <laughs> You're going to yeah. accept it. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, although, to be fair, we uh, Nancy and I do like to find activities to do mm-hmm. on date night. And so there's the, you know, kind of the bowl lounge, uh, bowl more places that are kind of like, you know, it's, there's an activity involved. You're bowling, but there's mm-hmm. also, you know, drinks and some food. Um, and Top Golf is also one of our yes. favorite spots, especially when we start getting into this really nice weather. Mm-hmm. It's so cool to be out there on a Friday or Saturday night. Um, and uh, we'll, sometimes we'll do that just the two of us. Sometimes we'll be with a couple of other couples. Mm-hmm. Um, that's also, by the way, a really fun uh, Saturday afternoon activity with the kids or Sunday I afternoon. I agree with you. That's a great. Now, what about, have you been to Bad Axe with your wife? I've not. <laughs> okay. It's so much fun. Now I'm afraid. Axe throwing. Yeah. Yep. You stand back. Okay. You stand back, especially if you're in trouble. But no, axe throwing is really fun. I don't know what it is. It's like anybody can do it. You know, it's kind of, it seems barbaric and like anybody can do it. Like you get your frustrations out and you throw it and everybody ends up getting it on the board. You know, I've been with groups of like 10 people and everybody eventually gets one on the board. Wow. That sounds fun. Yeah. Throwing an axe. Yes. Sean and I like to go to the gun range. (laughs) We like to go to Elm Fork and go shoot, shoot some targets and some clays and whatnot. So, you know, nothing says love like shooting some guns. That's so Charlie's Angels. So again, (laughs) if you're not from Texas, you're going to have to embrace the gun thing. It's just part of the culture. (laughs) Yeah, I've done it. I've done it because of my husband, but I'm, I don't enjoy it. (laughs) I'm like picking up children. I'm like, they're babies on the floor while their moms are shooting. And I'm like, the baby. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Ryan, you are just a ton of fun. I was thinking earlier when you were talking about all the things that you like to take your kids to do that I uh, was going to hire you to fill in at my house because that doesn't happen at mine. (laughs) But then your date nights sound pretty darn fun, too. Yeah, they do. Are you going to hire him to take your date? I just might. He's <laughs> <laughs> a fun guy. We'll, we'll talk. Rates are, rates are negotiable. All right. I love it. I'll meet you at Bistro 31 Friday night. Shh, shh. Sean is right behind us. <laughs> are, are we still on tape? <laughs> so, Ryan, thank you so much for being on the show. And everybody out there, go to Texadelphia for the best cheesesteaks ever. And you'll see Ryan there. Exactly. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. It's uh, it's always a, a pleasure to be on this show. This has been another episode of The Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. And we'll catch you next time. 